Chapter 9 of Our Little Brazilian Cousin. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Our Little Brazilian Cousin by Mary Nixon Roulet. Chapter 9 The Coffee Plantation. The Senor Lopez's business was to export coffee, as that of his brother in law was to export rubber. He had a large coffee fazenda in sao paulo the province of brazil most devoted to coffee raising and he often went there to inspect the plantation he suggested therefore that his wife his sister and the children should spend a week with him at the fazenda and the two mothers decided to do so knowing how much pleasure it would give the little folk it was an all-day's ride to sao paulo but there was so much to see as the train moved over the plains across rivers and through forests and hills that the children did not find it tiresome and were very bright and gay as just at sunset they neared sao paulo this is one of the finest cities of brazil said their uncle ten years ago it was not a large place but now it has three hundred thousand people many beautiful buildings electric lights and trolley cars it has also some very good schools and colleges and students come here from all parts of the country perhaps afonso will go to college here some day it seems a good ways from home said the boy but uncle he added as they passed a crowd of queer-looking people in the station what a lot of foreigners there are here yes more than in any brazilian city a number of italians work in the mills and on the farms and the germans are on the coffee plantations tonight we'll rest and tomorrow morning we'll see sao paulo and in the afternoon go to the fazenda said the senor as they reached the hotel the next day they had a pleasant drive through the city and saw many interesting things mackenzie college is one of the best seats of learning in brazil said the uncle it is on the plan of the north american colleges with kindergarten primary grades and grammar school there is also a normal school and a manual training shop you see you have to copy us said maria with a laugh all the schools in the states are good you ought to live there marchim made a wry face maybe they are he said but i don't believe i'd care to live in the states just on account of the schools when i can live here and have a school just as good children said marchim's mother but his father hastily interposed mackenzie college is named for mr john g mackenzie of new york city who gave a large sum of money to build it but here we are at the garden of light now you may get out of the carriage and rest yourselves by running around these magnificent alleys of trees seeing the lakes and fountains Marie and Marchim do not get along as well as the little girl and Afonso, he said to his wife, as soon as the children were out of sight. It doesn't matter, she said serenely. It does not hurt either of them to argue if it doesn't go too far. Children are far better for not being noticed. Afonso gets along better with his cousin because he has Lola to quarrel with. Marchim grows selfish from being too much alone she sighed and her husband's face clouded as he thought of the children they had lost we will keep maria with us if the father is willing as long as she is in brazil better still let both maria and marchim return home with us said the senora diaz then all four young folk will learn to accommodate themselves to each other that is an excellent plan and it is kind in you to suggest it said the senora lopez and her husband added we shall try to arrange it that way come children he called a few minutes later we must return for lunch now as we drive to the fazenda afterwards do you know what we old folk have been planning 
no papa what is it asked marchim something pleasant i am sure said lola for you are the dearest uncle in the world thank you little flatterer he pinched her cheek playfully it is that you four cousins are all to return to para for the winter oh delightful cried lola how nice maria said and the boys seemed equally pleased the afternoon air was clear and bracing and the children were in high spirits as the party drove to the fazenda the road wound through a beautiful country past vineyards and tea and coffee plantations for sao paulo is one of the most productive provinces of brazil as they passed row after row of small trees lola said what pretty glossy leaves those trees have those are coffee trees said marchim they grow about twelve feet tall but where are the brown berries asked maria are they all picked marchim laughed it's easy to see you've never seen coffee growing he said did you think you could go and pick the browned berries and stew a pot of coffee no said maria demurely because we don't stew coffee where i live everybody laughed at this passage at arms between the two children and senor lopez said we are beginning to see trees belonging to our plantation now it is three miles square and we have just reached the edge of the land the house is still three miles away how does the coffee grow uncle hilario asked maria do you see the cluster of green pods on the trees my dear well seeds are within the pods and when they are ripened must be dried roasted and ground before they are ready for your coffee pot later in the season the fruit turns bright red in color and makes a vivid contrast to the foliage of the trees which is green the year round are the trees planted or do they grow wild like our rubber trees asked afonso they are planted in rows and sometimes grow as high as twenty-five feet usually they are between ten and fifteen feet high when they first bear fruit said the senor it takes from three to five years for them to bear when is the harvest time asked maria we have two crops so there are two harvests one in february and one in august sometimes you see fruit and flowers on the same tree at the same time the blossoms grow in little white bunches and are very fragrant i should think it would take a lot of people to pick all this coffee said afonso it does if you were to be here next february you would see hundreds of negroes and italians men women and children busy up and down these long rows many of them live in those little houses he said pointing to a street lined with small wooden huts crowded close together about the houses were scores of small dark-skinned children at play at the present time said the senor the men and women are at work in the sheds and warehouses making the coffee ready for market we shall ship thousands of pounds next month to-morrow i'll take you about and show you what we have to do i wish you might have been here during the harvest season it is very interesting to watch the pickers with the huge baskets strapped to their shoulders there is great rivalry among them to see who can be the fastest picker on the place before they reached the fazenda their carriage passed through two gates which closed after them with a spring and the senor said the fazenda factory is always enclosed by one and sometimes two fences for the cattle graze loose with only a piccaninny or the madrina to watch them it looks like a fortress said maria yes and some fazendas are called fortaleza for that very reason said her uncle it is really very much like the old fortresses of feudal times within the walls of which went all manner of things inside the fazenda palisades there are houses of the laborers apothecary shop hospital warehouses and tejeros 
beside the house of the owner why are there so few trees asked lola nearly all the trees are cut down to make pasture lands and only a few shade trees are left such as those fine palms here we are at the house when you are rested i will take you about and show you how the coffee is made ready for market End of chapter 9